0: What to know podcast explores best practices innovation and latest trends with industry experts with an eye toward helping you the listener stay
1: ahead of the ever-changing marketing and communications landscape
0: this is aaron strout and i am the cmo of w20 group and the host of the what to know podcast show i am here uh quasi live we're doing this over the phone uh, with zz ward who is a amazing singer songwriter uh performer and we're going to talk a little bit about how she gets started, her new album, um, her use of social media, and then we'll have some fun questions at the end of it. So welcome ZZ. So happy to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So one of the things I want to jump right into is um, and, I, and I'm going to give you a little anecdote right up front. Uh, I would pick my daughter up, uh, my 10 year old in New England this weekend from summer camp. I live in San Francisco and I mentioned to her that you and I were doing an interview and she loves you as well. And she said, Dad, how old is ZZ? And I said, I think she's like late twenties, maybe early thirties, and um, she said, Wow, her voice—it just she sounds like she's got this wisdom, and and really um, is amazing. So I thought you would appreciate that, right? Because you have this sort of old soul bluesy voice, but you do have the sure awesome. Facebook page that, uh, growing up, you yes, it was awesome that you know you you listened to your dad who wrote and and sang blues, um, you were performing with him. At what point did it dawn on you like this is what I want to do for a living? Because I'm I'm guessing that a lot of professional musicians probably started off the same way you did, but maybe not quite so early and may or may not have had a parent that was involved in their musical career.
1: Yeah, um I think I think uh gosh, I'd have to say, you know, I think the first time I sang out when I when people started kind of recognizing that I was a town singer was probably six, like six years old. I had a very big voice and um I think by eight, I was singing at like a a choir concert in school. and I, I just I think that I started to realize pretty early on that um, that when I would sing, I would feel really special because people, you know, thought I was a really good singer. And so uh, I started really working on that, working on singing, listening to a lot of singers and um, and kind of learning how to sing through that. And um, my dad also would would teach me how to sing, and um, it was just something that um, I felt very uh, very special when I would when I would do it. So it was like you know more than anything else that I would do. So I started being I was really interested in in a lot of you know singers like Big Mama Thornton and Vera Ward Hall and you know Muddy Waters and a lot of blues singers and. There's just something that seems so cool and exciting about it, you know, and um, so I'd say about eight years old when I thought I, I really wanted to be a singer. And ever since then, it was kind of all I ever wanted to do, to be honest. <laughs>
0: so. Well, you do it well, and clearly you uh, made the right choice. And I am thrilled for, you know, all the success that you're, you're really have seen and are are seeing more of. And I think, you know, leading to the next question Uh, I personally have been listening to Till the Casket Drops and listened. I've painted rooms to it, you know, it's everything. My wife has several of those songs on her run list. I was really skeptical thinking, you know, most singers, that sophomore album, it's never quite has that same passion or soul. I think everyone bottles that first album up because it's their life history. But I have to say, in having listened now to The Storm probably a dozen times, I think you actually exceeded it and maybe by a lot, which is sort of hard to believe. Uh, I've done a little poking around and it feels like the critics agree. And it's nice to be able to say that versus, Hey, guess what? Your second album sucked. But um, did you have any like doubt that, you know, I'm assuming you're a confident person that you expected this would do well, but um, were you surprised that the critics were so um, positive and that you've gotten such a nice warm reception to the second album?
1: Yeah, I totally am. am <laughs> totally overwhelmed by it, to be honest with you. Um, I would love to say that I knew that it was going to do well, but I had no idea. <laughs> so, like, um, You know, I think that I just made the album that I... Uh, like, I tried to make an album that I was really proud of, and that meant a lot to me. Um, you know, A lot of these songs, I found inspirations from a lot of past relationships, a lot of broken hearts, and things that didn't work out for me, so I really... It was important to me to write a very authentic record... And also to really hone in on, you know, who I am and, and what influences, influences, you know, inspired me to get into music and first plays, blues and hip hop and really staying true to those things and just being confident in uh, what my voice is and what my sound is. And that's really what I try to do. And that's all you can do. I think there's a part of it that's just so out of your hands as an artist. You, you put it out into the world and you hope that it does well and you hope that people connect with it, but you don't know. And so it's been really overwhelming um, just seeing like mostly that my fans really connect with it. Um, you know, I, I couldn't have asked for anything more. I mean, it's incredible. And, and um, you know, I, I, the journey is now just beginning. It's like it's, it's just been out like a, a, a week or something. And um, we've barely done any, you know, shows now with the new record being out. I mean, we just did a 10-city tour but the record wasn't out yet. So now that it's out, um, I'm excited to see, you know, what the shows feel like with the with the new materials. So that should be fun.
0: Yeah, and it, I think probably it doesn't hurt that you have one of the uh, title tracks from Ride with one of my favorite musicians and Gary Clark Jr. So you know, kudos on that. That never hurts to to get your image out there a little bit further. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about, and one of the things that intrigued me about you was, in addition to being a huge fan, uh, our agency works a lot with clients in the communications, content, social space. And while I think a lot of artists are starting to figure out, you know, sort of how to, to use it, um, first, let's start by the, the existing landscape. You know, it is a SoundCloud, Spotify, Pandora world where people aren't necessarily going out and buying albums like they used to, right? Maybe they go to iTunes and, and pay for them. But you seem to really succeed in this. And I know part of that is the follow-up question around how you use social media. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, how do you navigate the landscape and how do you make decisions about how much do I invest in places like Spotify or SoundCloud versus, you know, really pushing album sales and trying to get people to to pay for the music that you're putting out there?
1: Yeah, um, I think, you know, this, I would assume every artist would answer this question differently because, you know, every artist different ways that they tour and they put out music. But um, for me, personally, I've learned that um, I'm a touring artist, and I'm an albums artist. Um, you know, when I put out Till the Casket Drops in 2012, I learned when people come to my shows that they weren't just singing one of the songs off the album. They were singing, you know, every song off the album. They knew all of the lyrics, every song. Um, and so I think I felt the responsibility when I made the second album to really make sure that, Um, every song felt important to me and that every song, um, you know, made sense as a whole piece on the album. Um, I'm involved in everything from the production to the mixing to, you know, creating the track listing for the album, sitting there thinking about, you know, if my fan is sitting down listening to the entire album all the way through, um, what experience that's going to give them. Um, So, with that being said um i think that all of these formats are important even for you know my artistry like pandora and spotify because it gets my music to people anywhere in the world um that can listen to my stuff and hear my stuff is 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 awesome for me and i'm, I'm thrilled well, about and it and
0: i think one of the things that you've done just to sort of bleed into this next question is um you really own instagram one of the things i've been amazed at is Uh, You know, I've been involved in social. I think I started on Instagram whenever it came out several years ago. But you do a really gorgeous job behind the scenes, you know, letting people see you, your, you know, lack of uh, or or non-love of early mornings, your dog, your husband, you know, on tour, some of the backstage stuff. Um, It's really, it's a great way to engage with you. So I guess... The, the two questions I have is one, you know, what led you to really embrace social as much as you do? And then I do want to f- do a follow on question around like, how do you find that fine line? Because some people, you know, love that. But I think sometimes there's also that risk of people crossing over that line and knowing where you live or knowing too much about you. So I'd love to start with the, how did you get started? And then let's talk about how you protect yourself so that you don't, you know, have people that kind of step over that line with you.
1: funny because, as a my guitarist will will always say to me he'll say that z is what you signed up for (laughs) anything you know like what what sometimes things can become overwhelming you know in this industry and he always says to me z is what you signed up for and it's true you know i think that um different artists uh can do different things i mean you have artists like the black keys where it's like i don't think that they probably show so much of their lives and they probably don't have to post on social media as much and um but for me um you know it, it seems like people react to it and it seems like it 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 helps my fans feel close to me and they want to know what's going on with me they want to know where I am and also it's kind of an incredible journey I think when you're a touring artist um you know I guess it's it's kind of fascinating and especially if you're not uh, you know, actually doing it and, and going on a lack of sleep, it must be fascinating, more fascinating to actually watch on social media <laughs> where, like, you know, you're seeing these artists, you know, or you're seeing us go from, you know, the Bahamas to Greenland to back to the States in three days. Like, it's, it is, is like, kind of an adventure, and so I want to bring people um, along with me on that ride um, because it is kind of fascinating, and I think that... um, You know, I think as far as protecting your privacy, um, uh, I've said this before in interviews where I think that um, I'm very authentic on my record with my songs and my stories and what I'm talking about, but um, I don't want to give too much information about my personal life because once these songs on this album go out into the world, they kind of become someone else's in a way. When, When my listeners are listening to this music, it's like, It becomes something important to them, and it starts to represent a piece of their life, and um, I think if they know too much about my life, then that kind of takes away from their story, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that's a good way to put it, and I think that's a healthy way to look at it, because it is hard to find that balance, and you're right, it is something that I think a lot of artists sign up for, but not every artist gets the value that you get, you know, through engaging. And, um, I think a lot of them are concerned about the privacy piece. You do seem to do a nice job, but it is one of those things. And I'm a, you know, husband and father of two daughters, and it's something where I always sort of have it nagging in the back of my mind. So, uh, you know, good to know that, you know, you, you are mindful of that. And, uh, and like I said, I don't think there's any better way to, to connect with your audience. Um, Speaking of, so you are out there supporting, you know, the Storm and, and touring right now. Um, I've seen highlights from a lot of the different shows, and it seems like the fan reaction is amazing. So how is that going? And any highlights yet? I think you played in L.A. recently at a festival. You know, any particular venue where it was like, oh, my gosh, this was way beyond my expectations in terms of the show?
1: Well, I will say that it's just getting started. Um, you know, we put out the record Um about a little over a week ago now and I haven't played a show yet with the new album being out. Um, I'm playing tonight in my hometown uh, in Oregon and then tomorrow I'm playing in Portland, Oregon. Um, So I'm really really interested to see you know how many of these lyrics people already know to this album. Um, It's going to be a real adventure. Um, I will say I just finished up uh, a ten city tour leading into the album release. and um, and it was the reaction was uh, was overwhelming, even before the album was out, because I think uh, I actually got emotional in, uh, in Chicago at my first show back because it's pretty incredible when you have fans that you know i've I've been off the road for. You know, I think two years or something like that. So to have that many people come out um, and support you, um, and to know that like you know I I put this new album together and that I was putting it out, it just I don't know. It felt very overwhelming in a very good way. Um, and that was a great show. And the and the that tour went really really well. We just finished up that ten city tour. So, but I'm really looking forward to now planning these tours with this album out. I haven't I haven't experienced it yet. So. I'm excited to
0: see how it goes. Well, no better place to do it than in your hometown. So uh, I I wish I could be there, but I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Uh, I do like to shift gears and, you know, we've talked a little bit about your music and you and how you got here all of the guests that I have, I do like to ask a few more personal questions just to sort of help people get to know them. Um, so one of the newer questions I am starting to ask is, you know, what's that one thing about you that might surprise people to know? I know that's a little tricky when you are more of an open book, but, um, you know, what is there something that if people were to know this about you, it would surprise them?
1: Yeah. Um, so I I play harmonica. People know that, but they might not know that I'm a third generation harmonica player. Um, My dad plays harmonica, and my grandmother actually played harmonica. So um, it's something that uh, has been in my family for quite a while.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I've seen you play before and uh, suspected that maybe your dad did since he was a blues player. But how cool is that that your grandmother was a harmonica player? So um, thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Um, I also like to ask folks, you know, a little bit about who influences them. And I do know again, you mentioned uh Edda James and Muddy Waters, you mentioned a few other artists up front, but any particular mentors, you know, your dad clearly had a, a strong influence on you in your life that you really have kept in mind as you've made this journey.
1: So many I mean, so many artists from you know, I mean I do you know, I did grow up with a lot of blues, a lot of hip hop and um I think what you're asking me is other than that influences, right?
0: Or or it could be. I mean, you've had the opportunity to, you know, play with people like Kendrick Lamar, which must have been amazing, and certainly, you know, Fitz and uh, some of the, the folks, Gary Clark Jr. on your new album.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one of the cool things about being an artist is I get to use it to my advantage to work with people that I'm fans of. <laughs> I was a fan of Gary Clark Jr. I was a fan of Fantastic Begrito and of um, Fitz from Fitz in the Tantrum. I was definitely a fan of Kendrick Lamar and Freddie Gibbs. And so when putting an album together and being able to
0: bring them over
1: into my world and be like, oh, what if I could have them feature on this song? Or what if I could write with this person for this song? It's such a cool thing. Um, You know, to be inspired by someone and then actually get to work with them uh, has been an incredible, incredible experience. So I think that is, a, you know, as you kind of segue the, the question into, into that, I think it, it's, you know, I have a lot of older influences, but I think what's so great about music today is you can get new influences every day because there's so many amazing artists out there.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. And you've tapped into one of my secrets, which is there are people that I really want to meet with and share their story. And so I reach out and say, hey, would you like to do a podcast? So um, it is a nice way to sort of get to meet them and and know them in a little bit more of a a deeper way. Uh, The one last question I do have just for fun and I've been waiting to ask you this one because you know um, one of the other artists that I uh, did a podcast with, Ryan Leslie, sort of surprised me with his answer, but I like to ask people this. You're on a desert island, you can only listen to one album, uh, ideally not a greatest hits, what would it be and why?
1: Okay, so this one is fun. It is a fun question because I wanted to pick something that would surprise you and surprise people. Um, Good. I picked Black Sabbath Paranoid album.
0: Just when I thought I couldn't like you any better,
1: that's that's one of my
0: favorites. So sorry, I'll go ahead and let you answer. But
1: yeah, because when I um, you know, I'm actually not I'm not super into heavy metal, and obviously that's a very early heavy metal and rock. But when I first listened to that album, um, I just that's the magical thing about discovering older music is that like I remember listening to that album in my car for like weeks because I was just like obsessed with the melodies and and like the you know the intent and the emotion on that album and also Ozzy's voice is like right on the edge of falling apart, and it's so strong um and I think if you think about my blues influences the vocalist that I grew up listening to Ozzy's a pretty incredible vocalist so I don't think it's a huge surprise that I would like Black Sabbath um but yeah that's my choice though
0: well, like I said, I love it And a little fun fact. The first concert I ever went to uh, was Ozzy Osbourne. So um, I am not a huge like I do appreciate heavy metal, but I listen to, you know, more music like yours and, you know, bluesy pop, hip hop and things like that. So uh like I said, I just when I didn't think I could like you more. Um, that's a fantastic answer, and I agree. I think I remember the first time I heard Ozzy's voice, uh, particularly in Black Sabbath, the early days, and just thinking, "Wow, this is unlike anything that I've ever heard before." And then certainly the you know the bass and the guitar and everything and how they put it together. It's it's quite an amazing. I agree. Album. I
1: totally agree with you.
0: <laughs> well, well, anyway, we've come to the end of our session, so I am uh, incredibly thankful for you know your time zz ward and chloe thank you for helping to get this set up uh, chloe snyder who helped coordinate uh, this this is aaron strout the cmo w2o group and the host of the what to know podcast we're talking with zz ward singer Uh, performer, um, songwriter and best of luck on the rest of your tour I'm going to try to intersect you at one of those points because I I didn't get to see you in San Francisco. My oldest daughter was graduating from high school and we had family in town which is the only reason why I couldn't but uh, I really I'm looking forward to seeing what their reaction is to your new album. I think they're going to love it. So thank you ZZ and thank you for uh, everyone for setting this up. Thank you. Want more episodes of the What to Know podcast? We post a new episode every Thursday. Check them out on iTunes, the podcast app, and the podcast page at
1: w2ogroup.com backslash whattoknow.